Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? I could not be any happier than to be here right here, not only with the man himself, Wade Breezy, but we got Clayton, the mad scientist behind the screen. He's going to be handling everything. Wayne, victory Tuesday, baby. Want to know how we feeling today? I didn't even turn on my lights. I'm in like mid-season form. I'm already like messing stuff up. That's okay. How we feeling, Wayne? I, I'm still I'm still feeling victorious. We are. Oh, we feeling victorious, right? And then we're prepping already to head down to LA to take over the south of, of California again. So like I'm feeling really good. Uh I liked what we saw out there in living color. Um, but I still feel that there are things that they can improve on hands down. Uh, and so, but I'm feeling, I'm feeling good from the victory and I'm feeling extra confident in this team because I just don't see how they can be any, we, we got a 30 to seven victory. I don't see how they can get any worse. Now I know football will get tougher along the way. Attrition will kick in and things like that, but the Niners look good. Dang it. And, and that's something we should hang our head on, you know, hold it up high. You know, and I think, you know, we're going to dive into this. The title of the show, How Good Can the 2023 49ers Be? We spend all offseason talking about this and that and what ifs and, you know, trying to speculate into what this year is going to look like. Well, now we have one seventeenth of the pie and we have with this group because every team is different. We have a glimpse now at what the 2023 49ers, which is different than last year, obviously. And there's just some things I want to jump in, like the poll question on today's show, if you're watching live on YouTube, which group were you more impressed with, offense, defense, or special teams? Because I think one of the clearest takeaways, and whenever you go into your team meetings as a coach and whatever else, we want to win in all three phases of the game. It's something that somebody says every single game that is played, high school, college, NFL, so yeah, I'm curious to see what everybody's going to say, but uh, let's let's start with you, Wayne. I mean, this game was dominated. I mean, Who are you the, more impressed with? Uh, I was, I guess, I was, I was more impressed with the offense. I like the way that the offense uh, flowed early uh, in the game, um, and you know, it got a bit stagnant in the second half and boring because the Niners had a commanding lead. Uh, but I would like to see, I would, I would never, I never want to see the 49ers offense, like just stagnant 
and be dull and boring again. I think Kyle Shanahan. I, I don't know if it's a if it's a scared of an injury thing. You can't play football like that. I think your 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 job as a head coach is to set up the play and make sure that the that the percentage of your players executing the plays and the probability is high. And I felt like against that team, the Niners could have put up damn near fifty points. Yeah. You know, if you take away some of the things. So, I I just feel like the offense to me, I was most surprised. And people were probably like, "Why?" I mean, you had a lot of you had a lot of things. You had Brock Purdy coming back off the injury. Was he going to still remain that efficient type of Brock? You watch Brock Purdy kind of get banged up, you know, hit a couple of times, a couple. Of, and and you you talked about you know him being sacked. He was also hitting the arm twice. I don't know if people saw yeah. there was two deflected passes. One hit his arm, and so that was interesting to watch. But Brock Purdy pulled it out. I thought the offense looked good. Uh, I thought they moved the ball on a, in my opinion, a good. Defense. Defense, a top defense, top ten for sure. Some people call the Pittsburgh Steelers defense a top five, but look, the Niners' offense to me was what I was most surprised and shocked to see the glue. Like they were together, and I think Christian McCaffrey was the glue, and he kept that offense flowing. Yeah, it. it there were several things that CMC really brought. You know, I hate. I put this out. I think he's on pace for just under 400 touches. I don't think that he's going to get that much work the entire year, Christian McCaffrey. But, you know, it's funny because I was listening to Around the NFL, which is just like a standard NFL, you know, recap show. Because whenever we're at the games, you don't get to see the whole picture of all the other games going on. So, like, I'm going to go back. I still got to jump into some of those things. But there's no – if Christian McCaffrey's on pace for 400 touches – that's one of the things that I was just like, why is he still getting the ball when we're up 30 to seven? Like, well, I, I don't get why I don't, I don't get that though. Like that ruffles my feathers so much. Yeah. I mean, Christian McCaffrey's being paid to be a number one running back. So why lessen his touches if, if it's working and could it be that Kyle wasn't confident in what he was seeing in Elijah Mitchell and anything could have happened. Like, you you want Jordan Mason in the game, but Jordan Mason also fumbled throughout the preseason, right? He consistently did. So you put him in the game, and then that one fumble changes up everything, right? And then anything could happen. Injuries, yeah. fumbles, whatever. But if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And I, I'm not – I like, I know people want to manage and limit the limits on these, on these players – because they've had injuries and things like that. What if Kyle is pushing him to the limit just to see how much further he's going to need him? What if he has to rely on Christian McCaffrey later on down the season and he wants to make sure he's going to find a way to stay durable? I don't think it's going to be 22 touches with three catches every week, but he should be getting the 20. He should be getting the bulk. Aren't we paying him to get the bulk? I, I thought Christian McCaffrey got a deal where he's a top paid running back in the league. Am I, am yeah. I missing that? No, he is. So every other team can use and their top paid running back except the 49ers? Oh, I don't want any team to to I think 25 touches week in week out in the 17th season. If it was a close game, 100% I'm in. And hey, we're being picky here, but like I was I was at the game. We were at the game. The two times that Christian McCaffrey came out in the third and fourth quarters, he literally took himself out of the game. Mm -hmm. Like Kyle Shanahan would have kept him in there more. And you're right about Elijah Mitchell because Elijah Mitchell was not good. Yeah. He goes in. He had two carries for um, – what's it called? Uh, yeah, two carries for 10 yards or five Tony. carries for 10 yards. Sorry. 
Um, what's that's bad? Two yards of carry, bro. Pass. Yeah, I mean, he did not look good. But, but I wonder I how just, much of that is rhythm because running yeah. backs need to be in a rhythm too. And, and he has and, been practicing. And he, there you go, John. You're the you're smarter than the average bear. <laughs> I'll take it, man. I'll <laughs> take it. I'll take it. Um, we've got an awesome super chat from the man himself, Jack. What's up, big dog? Uh, he says, "Welcome back, boys. Love the offense Sunday. Moody gained some trust. Yes, he did." Didn't love see Bosa be a non-factor, get pancaked when he's the one who held out. Now he's behind everyone else. Let's break this down because Jack's got some good points here. You got to talk about your boy Moody. He goes three for three on field goals, three for three on extra points. Did you walk away? I, you've been the Moody guy. Come on, bro. Did I walk away? I kept telling y'all mofos to stop worrying about the cat. I don't understand why everybody was scared flipping the script bring robbie golds back like all this stuff over a kicker that was kicking predominantly the whole offseason preseason you name it like he was doing a lot just like guys legs get tight arms get tired from throwing the ball too much well maybe he got a quad injury because he was kicking the ball too much all i'm saying is i i was never worried about jake moody i kept telling everybody he was going to start week one and he did start week one and not only that he kicked 100%, period, end of discussion. Now, will he do that throughout the whole season? We sure hope so, right? We're hoping so. We're hoping he's going to have to kick some longer uh, field goals than, than the 41. He's going to get those opportunities. If he misses, oh, well, but right now his average is 100. <laughs> I love it. Look at that. JM says, Breezy, uh, you know you were nervous about Moody. Uh, no, he says, <laughs> you know why they were nervous. Oh, I sorry. kept telling you three for five at 60% throughout the preseason was fine. Like, it, like it's 60%. It's not the highest number. It's not a great number, but it's only five attempts. It was only yeah. five attempts, and the games didn't even count. So now that the game counted, can we give this man his credit? Do yeah, we want to oh, see it consistently? Yeah, but we got to yeah, wait. I think you do. And yeah. I think also, too, one of the things that I thought he brings is, you know, the, I asked the question, you know, the poll says this. Which one were you more impressed by, offense, defense, special teams? Special team got 1% of the vote. And I think our kickoff coverage was bad, uh, has been bad for eight years consecutively. But I wonder Mitch if it was, was that runner, though. That returner was quick. He, he was quick. But we've been bad at kickoff we have for, for you're you're, you're right you're 100 right but that was a quick returner i was just like dang yeah and, he was and, quick. and if he if he made that one extra step cut i was like oh snap it but got luckily, close yeah it got close <laughs> they didn't break so my question is how soon would you transition moody into kickoff coverage because that's where they wanted him and that's where they were practicing him all training camp and preseason before I, the injury i wonder if the injury was i, I wonder if you're lessening his his uh, responsibilities because of the injury. Do you want him to be more efficient hmm. in in the in the field goal game, or do you want the less returns? You got Moody for that, but you can live right now. Like, the thing I didn't get was like the first kickoff was perfect. Like the first one from Mitch was perfect. It was in the end zone. There was no return. And then I didn't understand if Mitch was trying something different. Like, what, did, was he trying He's to pin so it? so inconsistent. Okay, man. then that's what it is. And he has been his whole career. But shout out to Mitch. Three punts, three punts inside the 20. See what so I'm like, Punting is different, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is different. It is different. So, But, like, his job, he's a fill-in kicker. Right? He's a full-time punter. 
And so you do your job, and it's nice having them fill in a little bit there. Um, real quick, before we get to that Bosa comment, I want to say shout-out to Emily all the way across the pond. Happy birthday. Appreciate you calling. Thank you for the support and just for being an awesome dude. Uh, I know it's difficult to do whenever you're all the way in another continent, uh, but we really appreciate you calling. You are the freaking man. And happy birthday, Emily. Hope you have the best day ever. Um, Football season may be over. But the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or fight for home playoff court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. And Prize Picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players get injured. For basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player projection won't count against you, and the rest of your entry stays live. There's lots of bets. Stephen Curry, over 27.5 points. Draymond Green, will he make one three-pointer or no? Very easy things to bet. Download the app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the Prize Picks app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less, it's that easy. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You guys are awesome. Now, oh, look at this. We got another Super Chat comment. Uh, then after this, I want to talk about that Bosal one, the second part of Jack's comment, Clayton. So let's pull that one back after this. Zach, uh, actually, I'll let you take this one, Wayne. Zach, my man, when Purdy hit Ayuk for the second TD, I was dumbstruck. This is why I said the offense shocked me, right? I can't remember the last time we seen a perfectly thrown fade route to the end zone where the ball dropped in the breadbasket of the wide receiver. I'm still confused how Brandon Ayuk just stayed that way, knowing that the, he knew the play. So that was the crazy part, right? That pass, you said you haven't seen it in a long time. Well, I haven't seen it in a longer, long time. I was just like, wow, that was perfect. And you could tell that was something that they were working on. And the reason why I said that is because Brendan Ayuk was looking for that to drop. He wasn't running, looking for the ball over his head. No, it was a specific play to the pylon where only the wide receiver should be able to make a play on the ball. That's a Brock Purdy to Ayuk connection. That's something you want to see in that end zone. That's a quarterback trusting the wide receiver, and that's a wide receiver trusting the quarterback to put the ball where it needs to be so that he can go make a play. I call them 50-50 balls, and a lot of people sit there and say Brandon Ayuk doesn't have that in the wheelhouse. Well, I tell you what, after that touchdown, this is what he did. Yep. So I'll let that sink. And he was doing it all of training camp. He was doing it <laughs> all of training camp. You're right, bro. It didn't matter who was on him. Like, one, I think Brandon Ayuk's specialty, and we saw it on both touchdowns. The first touchdown against Patrick P, put him on the ground, crossed him over like an A1 mixtape. <laughs> and then the second <laughs> touchdown, he just made an awesome play on the ball, and it was, it was a great pass from Purdy. The I crazy mean, thing is, John, Ayuk, I don't know what type of feet, footwork, foot loose, you like the footwork is ridiculous, bro. 
but he's been doing it consistently, especially since last year. Last yeah. year's where it surfaced. He's he put him on uh, roller skate blade skateboards, right? Because it was just like Brandon went one way, and he and 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 what's name went that whole way, and then Brandon just put the cuts on and went the other way. It was wide open. Yeah, wide open. Shot J says, like, subscribe, Patreon. Told you guys, supporting the dynamic duo equates, equates to bombastic wins, baby. Let's go. Boombastic. Yeah, Mr. Boombastic. Uh, oh, you sound better than I did. That there was cool. we go. Yeah, I'm barely getting my voice back. It was good that I was traveling all day yesterday because I could not get a word out. It hurts. And, and people are like, dude, you can't you can't cheer too loud. And you can't no 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 that ain't changing. That ain't changing. Um every year I coached, I lost my voice every single game day. It never changed. And that is no, I ain't holding back. Jack, let's get to the, the next part of your question. Um, Bosa. I, I've seen a lot of people criticizing Bosa. I don't understand why. I know there was that one play where he got double teamed and then beat the double team and then got blindsided and put on his back. It was That's pretty, the pancake. I, yeah, that's the pancake I think everybody's talking about. But, man, you look at PFF, you look at pressures, you look at double team rate. Bosa was the number one defender for the 49ers from PFF with an 85.5 grade, four pressures, solo stop, tackle, three hurries, one quarterback hit. And you have to talk about Bosa with Drake Jackson. I think those two things have to go together because with Bosa getting all that damn attention, that allowed Drake Jackson to do what Drake Jackson did, which was awesome. And look at Sid's comment right here. Yeah. Yeah. And so I don't think Bosa had a bad game. Did he have the sacks that TJ Watt did? No. Um, and if, again, we're going to be going through the film. I'll go through every single play on our Patreon and the 49ersrush.com. You had three consecutive drives on third down where you left TJ Watt one-on-one with Colton McKivitz with no help. I don't understand that. Um, obviously the Niners dominated. I'm not trying to be overly critical of Shanahan, but the very next drive after that, they didn't do it again. Um, so I, I, you know, if you're talking about Colt McKivitz, I mean, I, I felt like overall he had a good game. I mean, I mean, five pressures total. He gave up three of them were sacks. One was a hit. We were talking about to the arm of Brock Purdy. Uh, and then there was a, a, a hurry that Brock Purdy had to, had to kind of like rush, but like, those sacks to me, they like they were definitely totally on McKivitz. Um, I'm not sure how much of like attrition set in, or or I'm not sure of how much adjustments that were made from T.J. Watt because T.J. Watt couldn't get past Colton McKivitz in the first half. So if you look at those sacks, and there was a lot of one on ones in the first half, so maybe Kyle felt like my guy can handle T.J. Watt because he did. Uh, and then all of and I watched the offensive film, so there were a lot of chips. There weren't a lot of chips from the tight ends. No. Kyle did not use tight ends like I thought he would uh, in this game. Maybe this is a big up to see, hey, Colton, I'm, you're going to be tested, and I want to see if you could pass this test. Don't get my quarterback killed. And luckily, Brock Purdy did not get killed. Like they they were sacks, but they weren't like like super dangerous types of sacks, right? Um, and it, and so for me, maybe this was just a growing pain for Colton McKivitz yeah. because McKivitz, you know, he has to deal with a lot of speed rushers this year on coming off that right side. If you look at the next several games, minus Aaron Donald, because he's going to be more in the interior, but he might line up outside as well, that right side, but minus Aaron Donald, he's going to have his test. So I'm, I, I'm sure Kyle will make those adjustments as he sees fit. 
But if I see my guy win his one-on-ones, I'm going to trust my guy to win his one-on-one. Yes. I think that's where Kyle was mentally. And, like, you can't pick and choose. You got 30 oh. points against a great D. Yeah. Like, it, the, the scheme worked. I, I think, obviously, you want less sacks. You want less quarterback hits. But you win. And, and shout-out to my man, David Walner, Good good friend, uh, my teaching mentor from back in the day. He's a Dallas guy. He's a Cowboys fan. You look across the NFL, the 49ers already picked up right where they left off last year. They have the second largest point differential in the NFL. First would be the Dallas Cowboys, who looked incredible. You know, a 40-0 to division win on the road speaks volumes, and I'm excited for week five and what that's leading up to, Dave. We're going to talk trash nonstop for the next month, my friend. Um, yeah, and so it, I don't know. It was, you know, Colton McKivitz player of the game or anything like that did he instill confidence in me that he's the right tackle of the future no 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 that's not what we're saying at all oh no absolutely not i mean the whole right side was question mark bad yeah i thought burford and the penalties that was a killer um and some of those were even declined but still you put up 30 points again you could have put up 50 points (laughs) yeah you could have done you get what i'm saying like and and so for me like and, I, and we're talking offensively only we didn't even focus on the defense but they could have put up more points and I know could have should have would have whatever whatever but if you go back to what John is saying some of those drives were negated by freaking penalties so you go from a first and 10 to a first and 20 or a first and 10 to a first and 15 that changes the way you have to draw up the game plan cuz John when I was breaking down the offensive film which they could check out on my Patreon as well um, I was sitting there saying, oh, man, the one thing that I, I don't know why I'm infatuated by personnel, but I watched. It was 21, it was 12, and there were some 11s. And then on those 11 personnels, it was the long downs, right? First and 20s, first yep. and 15s. They would bring three wideouts because they wanted to find a way to get back some of that yardage on a first down. You're not going to run. They didn't run in any of the 11 personnel, John. They didn't run in – I can't wait till you watch. They didn't run in any of the 11 personnel, which was interesting to me because your single back was back there, whether it was Elijah Mitchell, whether it was Christian right. McCaffrey, but they wouldn't run out of it because they were trying to get the ball into their wide receiver playmaker's hands to gain some of that chunk yardage back. Sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't, but overall it resulted in punts. So, like, for me, like, I just feel like when I said that they, they could be better, they have to get disciplined. Like, they have to be more disciplined, especially on the offensive side, because you don't want drives to stall, especially if they, you're, you're, you're getting, you're, you're winning the game. Like, you're literally winning. The, you have the will over this team. Like, that defense was like, oh, man, we can't stop them. And then you help them, and then they get momentum. Then T.J. Watt will tee off. He tees off, and now the momentum is starting to shift. So we got to find a way to limit those penalties uh, and those mistakes. And I'm going to be honest, I feel like they will. I mean, you go back to last year, you go back to week one. It was it takes it a was, while. It takes it took. Well, what happened week two? Way yeah. less penalties. And so, yeah, I feel like early on, the narrative has always been like, oh, Kyle Shanahan starts slow, starts slow, starts slow. Didn't start slow this time. That was the most dominating first and second quarter. You take out those two minutes, which, you you know, you still got to deal with, but they did not get their first down until two minutes left in the first half. (laughs) Like, it was... I thought the yardage at one point was like 199 to 1. Yeah, it was awful, man. I mean... 
it it was a completely dominated game on both sides of the ball. And so again, yeah, we're being a little nitpicky with some of the criticisms here, but again, how good can the 49ers be this year? As good as they want. Right? Like I feel like the Niners are set up to control their own destiny. And so as long as Christian McCaffrey and, and, and let me retract because I've, I don't want people to think I, I want him overused. I don't, I, in my opinion, 22 carries isn't overuse. Now you start bumping that number up and getting them into the thirties. Cause the Niners need to run the ball 34, 35 times a game, which they did 34, right? In this game, I believe altogether. That doesn't mean Christian has to have the bulk of them every single week, but Christian was working his yeah. defense. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's an understatement. Uh, there's no doubt about that. And man, let's say, let's talk about this. Okay. And we got a lot more that I want to get into, but I want to just take time to say a special thank you to Wayne, the entire 49ers rush road trip crew. Uh, we were able to just throw a great party. This parties plural, um, it was a good time this weekend, man, um, and it was just so cool seeing everybody, and I just want to say thank you to Clayton who uh, launched this show for us. He's taking off, going to go pay the bills. Uh, thank you, Clayton, the mad scientist. We'll catch you later, brother. Um, but, man, you got to hang out with so many great people, including oh, Tim yeah. and his daughter. Man, we had such a good time. Come out to these road trips if you can. Such an incredible experience this weekend with John. Took my daughter, and she hasn't stopped talking about it. Everything awesome. we do is about family, man, in the future, and – Man, we had a good time. The turnout, yeah. Wayne. The turnout. The turnout was crazy. I it's the 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 the, the Saturday turnout was ridiculous. The tailgate. I just want to send a shout out to to the, all the Pittsburgh Steelers and oh their fans gosh. because I felt like their fans were like a one prime fan. I I thought our fan base was the best. Their fan base was very hospitable, very welcoming. Very little minimum trash talk. You had a couple of occasion ones, right? But they just and even even them leaving the game. I had one lady uh, pat me on the back and says, "You know what? Your team is good. Good luck this season." And I'm like, "Wow!" After a, after a beatdown, yeah. and I wasn't rubbing it in like you know. I mean, I I was. I had these two fans that got <laughs> mad. Okay, I got to tell this story because one one of the things that God gifted me to be is like a protector. I swear to God, sometimes I feel like I'm a superhero, right? But I'm not. Definitely not. And I got to I got to think. Anyway, there was this this lady and this guy. There was this 49ers uh woman that was standing looking for her seat in the aisle. I guess. And so all you hear is sound. <laughs> so my dumb self turned around and said up. I was like, you like, stop. She looking for a seat. Like, well, there's etiquette, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, if you don't shut the bleep, bleep up and watch the game, stand up. You can see if you stand up. Because every time I watch the Pittsburgh Steelers fan walk up and down them steps, I never heard sit down. I never heard anything come out of their mouth when it came to that. That's those are the only two. They ain't said anything after I said something, but those are the only two people that got underneath my skin that day. I, I'll say this, you know, it just it was just such a cool city. I respect Tomlin. I respect what they do over there, and it was just cool. It was cool. Um, with a lot of fun times, and if you haven't come out to one of our road trips, you got to come check them out, man. Um, we put in a lot of time, and we're getting better at it. That's the fun thing. 
is we're getting better at it. We got to listen to Breezy's music live. Which yes, was there that was cool as hell. It's like we did a concert, uh, and I didn't even know. Like, oh, shout out to Nick. Man. Yeah. And so 49ers rush roadtrip.com. If you want to come party with us, our next big party is going to be the giants home opener um, Thursday night football. We're going to be tailgating out in blue lot. Number one, we are right on the exit of democracy way uh, on blue lot one, right where the exit is right there. You'll see us. We got the flags up everywhere and all that stuff. So go get your tickets. 49ers rush roadtrip.com. We got a lot more parties going on this year. Now, we got a lot of good questions here, and Excellent. that's part of the show. Th- this I'm, I'm going to turn it over. So let, we're turning it over to here, and l- let's go through this right here. Look at look at Brian. Can someone tell me the timestamp of the Peterson interception that was promised? I must have missed it. it never well, happened. He he almost he had. Clo- he got close. He dropped one, but he it, it almost doesn't count. You know. Not one touchdown against him, not two touchdowns against him, three touchdowns against Patrick P. He had two through the air, and then the rushing touchdown when Ray Ray went and got him late. Pushed him all the way out of the play. What a a good heads up, not drawing a penalty veteran play by Ray Ray. Against his former team. Yeah. Oh, got to love it. Hargrave. Sack and a tackle for loss against his foreign team, right? Uh, And so uh, Ray Ray came back. Wolverine, Wayne's the Wolverine Traveler. Ray Ray McLeod is the. Hey, I, I wanted to let you know, Wayne. My flight. I did not get in last night until one thirty a.m. Hey, uh, welcome to the club, bro. I, I know. I wanted to share that experience. I was going to text you, but I was like, he's sleeping. I was knocked out. Day. I fell asleep on the show live. I think <laughs> at some point I was knocked out. I was knocked awesome, out. Man. But welcome to the club. I, it's just it's something about when I travel. Uh, it's just weird, but I will say I got home safely rather quick. Um, and I think I understand now when to fly. It has to All be right. the butt crack of dawn. There we go. There butt we go. We're, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll figure, figure it out. out. We'll figure What's it out. What's up, Matthew? Um, he says, fellas, rushing all their fans. Came and took Pitt's heart Sunday. Had a blast. It was so cool hanging out, man. Always good time. You and Mew. Uh, y'all sure. the best there is, man. Yeah. Yeah. It was Your crazy. soul is mine. Your soul is mine. <laughs> uh, right here, we talked about voice. this, WG. We need a right tackle. I don't think so. Um, speaking well, of tackles, I want to hear. was signed with the Seahawks. This just oh. got announced. Wow. I well, I want to hear why you feel we don't need a right tackle because I just want to hear. I want to know why you feel we don't need one because I agree with you and I know why I feel, but I want to know why you feel. I do. I think that Colton McKivitz is a top fifteen right tackle in the NFL. No, do I feel like he completely embodies what the Niners want to do on an offensive level? Yes. Now, is he the great run blocker that McGlinchey and Kyle Shanahan usually go after? No, but this is a new Shanahan. This is a new Shanahan that paid Jake Brindle. Jake Brindle's not the best running guy. Stops the quarterbacks from getting hit. Pass pro for Colton McKivitz is usually going to be his thing. Now, if he gives up three sacks next week to an average defense like the Rams, we start now then it's time to start questioning. Yeah. But we knew TJ Watt was going to do his thing. And I do not believe that we schemed to stop TJ Watt. I think the Niners said, look, TJ Watt's going to come. We're going to take advantage of everywhere else. So we're not going to put two guys on him. We're going to isolate these linebackers and Patrick Peterson. And that's exactly what happened. And it worked. It worked. 
And so I'm not in the, oh my gosh, phase yet. I, I um, agree. I agree. He has to put a string of games together where he's struggling. Now, like I said, <laughs> after this Rams game, and maybe after the Giants game, I don't think they have an elite pass rush over there. Uh, they got some players. They got uh, some players. They got a they, good they got, they got a good D-line. Um, but I, I don't think they're elite yet. Like So, like, they're not in T.J. Watt's category is what I'm trying to say. So, they're no. not elite. Um, but after the Giants game, there's your test. Test again, right? I think you're right. And, you know, it's funny. I was going through the schedule just to try to see what I could find out. Like, and I just totaled all the Niners' opponents. They went 9-8 and eight last, last week. So, all 17 of the teams we play, they went 9-8. and eight. Not a lot to see there. Um, we'll see. I, I got to go back and watch that L.A. Rams. I'm going to watch it a few times this week. Uh, trying to figure out what happened there. But, man, yeah, Seattle. Seattle was – they lost to us. We swept them twice in the regular season and beat them in the playoffs. They won all four other division games last year. So right. Seattle is now way behind the eight ball because now they're only one in the division. And they barely yeah. crept in last year. Yeah. Um, and they let the – you know, they let the Rams – they let the Rams handle them. And so, yeah. I mean, it's good for us because I, oh, I, yeah, I don't see us wants. losing to any team in the NFC West. I'm yeah. just going eight and no. I know anything can happen. I get it. All right. Okay. Cool. But I'm predicting eight and no. We are the team to beat, and no, and the teams know that. I think so too. Uh, Brandon says Purdy looked great. The offense flowed better than I've seen in decade. Thoughts? I, I, you know, he's not getting enough credit. I mean, people. I, I, if you, if you go stay, stay off Twitter, because I still don't understand the negativity toward Brock Purdy. And I, I don't get it. I mean, what do you want from Brock Purdy? You want him to be a 400 passing yard, two attack, like that type of – he's not that. He, that's not him. His job is to make sure that this offense flows. And if he's making the offense flow to where you're – you can't celebrate Brandon Ayuk and not celebrate Brock yep. Purdy. That's like the dumbest thing nope. ever. And I'm not calling people dumb, but just the concept of that, it makes zero sense. <laughs> so Brock is doing what Brock does – did he miss a couple of throws? Absolutely. Show me a quarterback that goes in in in, in the NFL that's a hundred percent completion pa- uh, percentage at the end of the game. Yeah, it doesn't happen. I mean, he finished with a ninety-one point three QBR. Now that's not like the one hundred is perfect. Like that is freaking awesome. A one hundred and eleven NFL quarterback rating. That's awesome. Like dude I meant six and zero, so guys. Efficient. Six and zero in the division. My yeah, yeah, I do. John knew what I meant. I do that all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Purdy looked great. Offense looked great. Again, Purdy has scored. He's played in 10 games. Ooh. We scored over 30 points in seven out of 10 games. What? Yeah. With Brock Purdy at quarterback. Seven out of 10 times. Well, also, Brock Purdy hasn't lost a regular season game with the 49ers. Nope. And nope. he scored double touchdowns in all those games. Yep. Two I mean, or more is what I'm trying to say. I'm loving where things are currently. And so, again, we can focus on Colts of McKivitts, and, you know, that's something to pay attention to. Whenever I do the Patreon breakdown, I'm going to be paying a lot of attention there. I can't wait. <laughs> but, like, man, come on. It's working. He, he's it's magical. Working. He made plays. You, you guys are probably trying to figure out why he took off and ran on that one play. That was the only play I felt like Spencer Burford did did his job right. Like, like, uh, like if you look at that play – the coverage was good, right? Coverage was good on their defense. There was nobody open. The lanes were clear as day. Purdy takes off. Spencer Burford on that particular play was scanning. 
right? And he still made another initial block for Brock Purdy to extend. And Brock Purdy ran that like a running back. I that thought was that cool. was dope. Shoot because he made, yo, he made the cut. Literally, he made a cut. And I was like, okay, okay. And then he the slide was ugly. I didn't like the way he hit his knee. Um, but I don't think he knew what the hell he was doing. But I tell you what, he'll get it the next time if he has to do that. And that is what you have to be able to do uh, as an NFL quarterback in this league, especially today's league, because defenses are looking to stop the run. And if they can't do that, they're going to play coverage. And if they play coverage, there's going to be plenty of space for the quarterback to run. And so that's what I liked from Brock Purdy. I thought that that ad lib moment just put the thing. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Alejandro says, should I wait to buy tickets right before the Bengals game or buy early? Earlier helps us out more just so we could get our numbers for the food and tailgate and drinks and all that stuff. That Bengals game is going to be awesome. I understand they got blown out, but still Joe Burrow. And I'm pretty pumped about this one because basically what we did, Wayne, for with the Steelers, we're doing for the Bengals. Nice. We're setting up a double tailgate where we're going to have a whole bunch of gigantic Cincinnati chapters coming out. So they're going to be on one side. We're going to be on the other side and it's just going to be, I, I love doing those joint tailgates because it's just, it's fun, man. You get to build those, those, the trash talk and all that stuff. It's going to be a lot of fun um, right here. Chuck Wayne, are there any concerns this week for the Rams? How are you feeling about heading into this game? I mean, I, I if you guys feel anything less than, like confident or dominant like i don't know what to say i mean the rams they beat us Same in a playoff game rams. it like they i don't like they're without cooper cup they got some I, you can say talented fast i would say fast wide receivers out there but guess what our defense is fast so at the end of the day like what are we worrying about sean mcveigh doesn't trump uh Kyle Shanahan, period. And if you want to go back to that game that they beat us in, I mean, we dropped the interception. Not saying we would have won, but damn, the chances and the probability was definitely high. So at the end and of the day. And here's what's crazy. Our team's way better now than that 2021 team. Oh, my gosh, bro. And their team is way worse. Now, Stafford and McVay are great. And they're, they're going to be able to they do work, some things. Yeah, they work hand in hand. I'm not sold on their – what do the 49ers do best? Take away the run. Not sold on Cam Akers, not in this game. So if you got Cam Akers this week in fantasy, I wouldn't start him. I wouldn't start Joshua Kelly. I wouldn't – I just wouldn't. I, I, I wouldn't. I, and and so, like, I just don't see why anyone would fear the Rams. Um, No. no. Especially without Cooper Cup. If Cooper Cup was there, I would have – you have the game plan a little differently. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you there. WG, Niners fans showed up at Pitt. Locals said they'd never seen that before and during a home opener. We were chanting, let's go Niners. Yo. And the players were hyping up the crowd when we were on third down defense. Um, you had Steelers fans like tried to tell people to be quiet, but Steelers fans already went home by that point. Right. That stadium was ours, man. Bunch of yellow seats, bro. Full yeah. of full of red. You know what I mean? It was a sea of red for sure. Um, and I, I watched the clip that you put out from that Steelers content creator. Uh, radio guy and he was just like it was embarrassing he was embarrassed uh and so look this is what the niner fans do and i feel like the niner fans don't get enough credit because they will travel with their team win lose or draw you know what i mean but when they're winning oh expect even more of the fans to be there right and that and that's what right. i love uh about this faithful they will go they don't care if we play in in switzerland they will be out there playing and watching their team and supporting their team. 
And so keep doing what y'all do, fans. Um, I think that's a great thing for the Niners. They love to hear your cheers in the stadiums. Look at this from Flynn. What's up, Flynn? Thanks for the super chat. Can't wait for our home opener this weekend. Ah. I just cannot believe that the Rams PR group still does the whose house? Yeah, I, and yeah. They're supposed to yell Rams house. I go runs house. They're they're like they, they never even fill half their stadium. Like it's it's pumped noise. Oh, it's, it's amplified noise. I remember the first time I went to USC Texas game. Shout out Longhorns owning their business. Wait a minute, listen, What's y'all up? be wait a minute and listen. The way y'all beat Alabama on Saturday, like, bro, I know you was oh man, I like and I know you were like, damn it, my team won, but I can't really celebrate, celebrate because I got to get the 49ers to win to beat the Steelers. Yep. You got a double shot this weekend. Oh, went three and oh in fantasy. We hit nine out of eleven bets on our my bookie thing oh, this week. You went, you went Niners dominated. <laughs> we went super sands this week, man. Like it was just I love it. Mm, this was and it's just gonna keep going. It's good. But what I was gonna say, I have to throw a shot at USC. I remember going to my very first USC Texas game at the Coliseum, and the band came out and played and they turned the speakers on. And I was like, wait a second, you guys have to mic up your band? What the? F- what is this? What is this? Wow, uh, Hollywood baby, Fugazi, Fugazi, it's all Fugazi, Fugazi. That's what they say. Yes, <laughs> I'll let you take this one. Ah, uh, permaculture now says always appreciate you too, with focused, constructive criticism, but trying to keep things positive. I, that that's our niche, right? Yeah. Ray, I feel like that's what we want. Like we gotta give the constructive criticism. Uh there there. My thing is there, there are always ways to improve. And so all we do is offer up suggestions. Will they yeah. take them? It's up to them. You always again, leave it up to the to the person to make, you know, to decide yeah. what they want. And, and we don't want to be just like a mouthpiece or whatever else, but we want we want to enjoy time. And if you can't enjoy a freaking 30 to 7 victory on the road going, oh, West Coast, East Coast, early kickoff. Oh, Steelers, Mike Tomlin, 49ers always start bad. Well, none of those things happen. They had an 8 and 1 season opener home record at home. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Had. I said had. They had it. They had. had. Yeah. Yes. Uh huh. No, yeah. if you're not happy right now as a Niners fan, I don't know. I don't know. I, my so okay, real quick. I don't know if I've told this story that many times. My dad, who I'd spend my summers with, lived in Atlanta, and he was a diehard baseball guy. And gotcha. so he had season tickets to the Braves. We would always go to Braves game, and he was always pissed off. He was the dad that was like, "We're up six three in the ninth. He's like, "Oh, we'll blow it. We'll blow it in the ninth." The whole time he's pissed off. And then they win, and we're walking back to the thing, and he's like, "Yeah, but we let it get too close." And and I just I remember as a kid just going, "He's so miserable the whole time he's here." <laughs> I don't know why he does this. And so I don't know. Maybe I just went the other way around, but I'm just like, I love this damn game. I uh, yeah. love it. And I we mean, spend all this money to travel. You might as well freaking enjoy it. And celebrate with the win, right? Look, the, the Niners, they they came, they saw, they conquered, right? And I think the mentality, we didn't even really focus on the defense on this episode, but man. Is there a faster defense in the league? Some may say the Dallas Cowboys. But it's funny how they copycat pretty much what we're doing. They did the same thing with Tom Sula. You remember when we spent like five first rounders on our old line? They did the same thing right after that. Yeah. Which is smart. I I mean, it worked. It's a copycat league. 
And the Cowboys look good. I'm going to give it to them. I think yeah. they're the biggest threat in the NFL for the 49ers. What's up, Jax Knox? I was so excited to be with you uh, this weekend at Hangout. Sorry about your travel arrangements, but I want to say thank you for the super chat and the support. We're going to get together one day soon. Uh, she's just too damn positive. Very, to, very. To, to 17 be- and 0, I believe that's her. That's her thing, man. Her thing. Uh, I see a comment from Ed. Any word on Trent Williams' rib injury? Uh, listen, the 49ers reported zero injuries. Yeah. Out of that no, game. I, I, it was, I remember whenever he went out, um, I was watching him because I was like, oh, crap. Oh, yeah. Crap. He stayed down for a little bit. Yeah. And he didn't even go to the bench, though. He walked to the sideline. He literally pushed the trainers away, had his hands on his hips. One play, he jogged right back out there. So, like, I, I don't know how got, much. He got nicked. Like, it was a yeah. quick. And you know how you uh, you do something? Like, you stub your pinky toe, and it's going to hurt for at least 30 seconds. Like, 30 seconds of you cussing your pinky toe out. Like, the pinky toe did it. Right? And so, like, I think that's kind of like what it was. He ran into something. Something ran into him. It hurt him a little bit. And then he pushed it off, man. Listen, Trent's a warrior, and I, if he can play, he can play. Uh, what gave up? He had that one penalty in that game. It was a holding call. Other than that, dude was top notch. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's it's just the efficiency of the offensive defense. I don't know, man. I don't know. Now, efficiency. I'll Ooh. say this. Oh, go ahead. Well, I, I see Bruno's comment, and I want to talk about that because um, Bruno Jacobs, he says, have you seen the Cowboys' next three games before they play us? Such an easy-ass schedule. Uh, no, it's not. That Jets defense is is ridiculous. It's pretty good. Arizona played the hell out of their game this weekend, which they – did they did they win? They lost, but they could have won. I, I they can't played remember. well against Washington. They yeah. played well against the Commanders, which is a tough defense, right? With nobody on their team, too, by the way. Yeah. And then New England almost beat Philly, and that defense is tough. So I will say this. Those are tough defenses. When Dallas comes to us week five, they're going to be hurting. I can tell you that right now. I could, look, I watched. Did you see Jalen Hurts get hit by uh, Peppers? Yeah. It it's a legal hit though. Like, you know, if you run with the ball and you and you acting like a running back, you're gonna get hit like a running back. Like that to me was like his first really hit of welcome to the NFL. Them some tough defenses. Not worried about Dallas one bit. I don't care how well or how much they blow out the, the a team. I, I just feel like that's a team that we match up well against. Will it be a close game? Don't know, but I do feel like the 49ers will come out victorious. Yep, there we go. Alejandro says, hey, uh, when's the best time to buy game tickets for the Bengals versus Niners? My bad. Look, I so I got lucky because somebody couldn't make the travel arrangements, and so I got tickets from a great friend. Shout out Vicky. She's the best there is. Um, And so, uh, but I checked as we were walking to the stadium ticket prices. It would have worked just fine this weekend. You would have saved several hundred dollars per ticket if you waited. Um, I'm, I'm talking against myself because most people don't do it, and if it stressed you out to wait, then don't do it. But I'm telling you, yeah, wait, wait, wait. It's the, it's the way because people don't go to the games. Remember, a lot of those tickets that you see in the third-party apps, they're season ticket holders, and they have purchased those tickets already. So now they're looking to gain, get something back for their money. Yeah, because you don't know. It could be their anniversary or a birthday or a work yeah. thing, and they just can't go, and so they're trying to unload them. And when they see they're not selling, they drop the prices late. And uh, anyway, that's 
It's worked for me. I'm balling on a budget. We broke all the damn time. Uh, it's just what it is. But I got to say this, and I got to take just a little bit. I'm, I'm going to flex on it a little bit. If you did not bet with us week one and put our season log bets in, that's okay. I love y'all. I, I love you. I forgot, y'all. John. I forgot. You got to remind me. So much money on that. Week one's usually my least successful week of the season just because it's so volatile. So I went extra conservative this year and uh, we paid out. So here we go. Quick word from our sponsor, my bookie. Time to make the week even better. Betting with mybookie.ag gives you all the entertainment that you could ever want added onto watching your 49ers play. So here's what you do. You go to mybookie.ag, use promo code 49ers, or you can just highlight this little QR code next to me or the link in the description of this video or podcast. And when you sign up, this is awesome. They have a 10% cash bonus. So anything that you deposit, a minimum of $45, 10% of your first deposit comes with a one-time rollover. You're not going to find better odds than that anywhere in the betting industry. So head over there, bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. We post every single bet that we make over on our Patreon and the 49ersrush.com. Uh, Jerry Rice tier and above. But, man, we hit uh, – I'm just going to go through these because I, I want to say what I missed because I don't want it to think – like I'm telling you the bad with the good every week. We'll see how it goes. Things I missed on CMC over 33 yards receiving, wrong. Um, did a four-team teaser that almost panned out, but the Bengals didn't cover 10.5 points. Lost that one. One every other one. Falcons plus three and a half hit. Uh, Raiders plus ten and a half hit. 49ers cover two and a half. Got it. 49ers three touchdowns hit. Uh, score on the first drive. 49ers one. Kenny Pickett over one interception. Kenny Pickett over two. That was our long shot bet. All our Ayuk bets. I can keep going. If you would have bet just $5 per bet, you would have made 74 bucks with us just this week if you bet the absolute minimum. Um, so come join us. Come join us. And I'll, I'll say this too because – you know, I pump our Patreon all the time. You got to support Wayne's Patreon. You got to. Appreciate it. And so go to patreon.com slash Wayne Breezy or just type in Patreon Wayne Breezy. I've done it. It pulls up. <laughs> support it. That's what I'm saying. So uh, go Thank check it out. Support these good people. There's nobody better than Wayne. Nobody I know a lot of people. Are, I, mean, I see my man 49er Jeff, uh, who we got a chance to meet. Shout out to you, bro, and the fam. Uh, was asking about trent williams and his pff grade right and so like he graded the fourth highest out of the offense so if he if it was a 70.7 there were no other offensive line men in the top five he was the only one uh and i know that's a low grade for a guy like trent williams i think the penalty helped hurt him you know they, what I'm saying? they they do so big on penalties like you, oh, yeah. if you have penalties a penalty were, thank you john it's almost over with them, which I it's, I think it's a flaw in their system. But it's just that one snap, like that one rep that they count, and it's just like oh, negative ten yards. Okay, it's like the the score is going to drop down huge. But again, I mean, I'll read the I'll read the I'll just read them. How about I just do that? Brandon Ayuk yes. was one ninety two point nine. Christian McCaffrey, as good as he played, he was only a seventy four point six. Uh, Brock Purdy seventy three point two. Trent Williams four seventy point seven. Ray Ray McLeod seventy point five. Debo Samuel sixty eight point three. Who who caught five of his seven passes? All right, Charlie Warner sixty three point eight. Sam Darnold, who I didn't even know came in the damn game sixty point five. Jalen Moore. Uh, 
60. He would be the second lineman up there. Jake Brindle would be the 11th, who was right under George Kittle, who was 10th. I'm trying to find any other lineman. Aaron Banks was 15, uh, and Colton McKivitz was 17, and Spencer Burford was 19. So he was definitely number one for the offensive lineman and number four total graded for the offense. There you go. And it's funny because five offensive players graded 70 or higher, 12 49ers defensive players graded 70 or higher. Bro. 12. And how about six? The top six were Chris Kosarek's guys. Oh, my gosh. I did not even notice that. <laughs> the top six, bro. Eric Armstead was the sixth one. All Chris Kosarek guys. Nick Bosa, number one. I think. Uh, so uh, eight. So eight defensive linemen finished a 70 or a higher grade. Eight of them. This is crazy, bro. The only one that didn't was Austin Bryant, and he got 16 snaps. That was the only defensive line. So nine D linemen played. Every one of them finished 70 or better, which is a very, very good score. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That defensive line is furious. I just people said that at the beginning of the show, they they were kind of downgrading Nick Bosa. Uh I mean, first of all, it was his first action coming back from his holdout. That was number one. Second of all, he was on limited snaps. Third of all, he was already commanding double teams. Fourth of all, he was already getting held. Fifth of all, with him not being there, I'm not sure if the defensive line would have been as dominant. He's the key cog yep. to that defensive line. Dude, can I say, too, our Bravo group was out there for several drives in the second and third quarters. Kinlaw was awesome, man. Oh, my Kinlaw was awesome. Right, right. I, I just saw it. Kinlaw play good or bad. He was good. He was, was great. great. And you know why? Limited snaps. That's right. What he had twenty four snaps. That's exactly yeah. what you want. Two pressures. That's... Solo stop. So just... you'll get the best out of Kinlaw if you continue to find a way to rotate him in there. Yep. Here we go, I... uh, Alejandro. Real quick, he says seat geek or game time for websites. Uh, I'm I'm big on TickPick. That's I'd my number use one. Tick pick. Man. Yeah, TickPick no is my number fees. one. Um, there are no fees, but there's there's still added in there. It's it's weird. I just it's, hate check it out and then and you then, go check out. Yeah. And it's like, why is it two hundred and fifty dollars more than what it said? Right, it right, 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 right. And right, their right. customer service is on point. Um, yeah. which and you can get to take pick on Twitter DM as well. They yeah. they will respond real quick if anything was happening. And if they make a mistake, they will credit you. Like they have yeah, zero problems taking care of you. That's why I customer service is ever again. Yeah. Ever again, customer like, service. Once I'm done. Yeah, customer service is everything in this world, and when you have great customer service, that's who I rock with. I kind of stick with them until it changes. No, I love it, man. So, all right, let, let's put a bow on this show, Wayne. Uh, let, let's end with where we started. Okay, the question of the poll was which one impressed you more, the 49ers and we uh, offense, defense, special teams. The chat, uh, they said offense sixty percent, defense thirty seven. Okay. I mean, look, offense sells tickets and people want to see their team score points. I, I think at the end of the day, but I will tell y'all this, God, the, the defense was fast. Like they were fa Fred Warner, like started in one spot and like teleported to another spot and was there. Didn't miss tackles. I think there was one missed tackle on the defense in this whole game. Like, literally. And that is what we were talking about. Remember in preseason, we missed a lot of tackles, and we were like, oh, my gosh, it was never the starting defense. 
And so now you're getting a rotation of what this starting defense is going to look like with the offensive, uh, the defensive line rotating their guys. Do you know how amped I, I've, I hate when I can't sit next to you in the game because I can't slap you. Do you know how amped I was? <laughs> he just slaps me. <laughs> when, when they brought when, like second play on defense, the nickel package comes in oh. and it's Ambry Thomas, it's freaking Traverius Mooney Ward, and it's Diamador Lenore. Bro, two guys they gonna have to pay next year. Yeah, and hey man, you know your Michigan boys they keep coming through. They keep coming through. I just I just think the secondary is better because of Steve Wilkes. Yeah, and I feel like he's not getting the credit that he deserves. And I know he only did it for one game up in the press box, sky box, whatever box you want to call it, the sky box. But at the end of the day. He did it. His defense gave up seven points, and the defense probably would have pitched the shutout if our guy, the hyena, doesn't make a bonehead penalty, late foul, hit, out of bounds type of play. Yeah, yeah, that was the biggest, like, come on, I can't do that. Scott had this question. I thought it was good. It's kind of on point with what we're talking about. Can you explain the huge difference between Fred Warner's PFF grade and the eye test? He looked damn near the best player on the field. Yeah, so if you look at just Fred's numbers, he finished with a 64.4 grade, which is 15 out of 20 players on defense. He got docked for his pass rush and coverage. This is a problem for PFF as well because in our zone program, a lot of times whoever the closest defender is when a pass is completed, they just dock that player. So he, according to PFF, he allowed six catches on eight targets. So that's bad. Um, but a lot of those he drops into the hook to curl where he's got the five yard, five and seven yard drop facing the quarterback. We want them to throw the short pass so we can rally and tackle. So for a PFF grader, they have to grade that poorly because he allowed a reception, but that's literally how the defense is designed to operate to limit yards after the catch. Um, so yes, there there's flaws in PFF as there are everything, but it's a good launching point. Uh, Fred was incredible. Fred was incredible, midseason form. Should have had that pick, though. But I think what people, they need to understand, like, especially in coverage, like, it's it's more like if the receiver or the pass catcher, excuse me, doesn't get the, pl- the play, then it's a plus point for Fred Warner. But if he does make the catch, then it's a minus one or minus two. I think that's their yeah. grading scale, right? And so that's why the grades be so low. And we're like, well, he made the damn tackle, right? And so that's the difference. That's the flaw John is talking about. And that's how they grade. I mean, it's did you get did you allow the catch? Did you not allow the catch? Because you look at our nickelback, if you look at the slot, like eight for nine, like a, they get, he, he's giving up the catches, so the grade is going to be low. Like, you know what I mean? So, John is spot on as always, bro. Well, we got a lot of fun shows this week. Tomorrow morning, uh, it's the John Wayne, Ste- or sorry, Steph and John and Wayne show. I got to say it the way she says it because it's hilarious. Yes. Um, she's the best. So, we'll be going 8 a.m. Pacific time. 11 a.m. Eastern time. 8 Eastern time. And then Friday, we're recording, Wayne. We will re- be recording Friday. Unfortunately, I have to do something for kids uh, okay. that morning. So do it may thing, be a little bit later in the afternoon if you're available, and I'll check with you after the show. Cool. I got to check the son's football schedule for this week. I'm not oh, sure what time his game is. is yeah, at yeah, high yeah. school Friday Night Lights, baby. Right, El Cerrito, baby. That's El what I'm Cerrito, talking about. Baby. Are they one to know? Oh, they, they, yeah, they've dominated everybody. Jeez. Yeah, considerably. Uh, so yeah, it's been nice. It's been nice. It's good seeing them. So man, how good could the 49ers be this year? 
the sky's the limit. I think them and the Dallas Cowboys walked out of week one saying these two are a cut above. We'll see. There's going to be some turbulence uh, <laughs> to stick with the traveling metaphor, but I'm excited about what this is, man. And Wayne, I can't say thank you enough for all that you uh, bring to the show, to the community, and just the friendship-wise, man. Really do appreciate you. It was cool hanging out, and I know you overcame so freaking much. This dude's flight got canceled and drove <laughs> overnight, overnight, <laughs> rented a car, just drove overnight. I had I to be there with, with awesome. you, bro. I it's, it's just it was the first weekend, and I needed to make sure you knew you had my support. So, are you glad that you came out still? Absolutely. Like, like I, I, cool. I, I'm, I'm definitely glad that I made the decision. Cost me a little bit more money than what I expected, but I, I'm glad I made the decision because um, one, I got to see you and and the crew, the 49ers rush crew. Peachy was in the building working her tail off. Yes, what was. an amazing person. And the people, Gosh, the, the, the the faithful, the energy, the vibe. Part of this. Ah, uh, it's I now I I knew why we did what we do, but now I really like this weekend because this was a rough weekend for me, uh, just personal stuff. Um, but I'm so glad I was there. So glad I was I had chance to be a part of it. I can't wait to do it again. Love it, man. Take us out of the show, man. We got a super chat contribution that's on oh. uh, for for from Cinnamon Kiss. If you could pull that up, and then we'll go ahead and do that for sure. She's the best there is, man. She says you guys are the best. FYI, group tickets. Uh, I love the way she uses emojis. Didn't know they had this. For groups of twenty plus, are available directly from Niners without fees. So if you want to get a group together and purchase all the tickets, you're gonna be sitting next to twenty people you don't know. But if you want. That would be a dope move. And they're not about fees. setting this up. This is kind of a good because, idea, John. Here's okay. Sorry, I know we were about to walk out the show, but we, we always talk about community. And I want to do this. I'm just scared to foot the bill. And then nobody shows up. Yeah. So yep. I don't know. I mean, I go to too many damn games to to not it's figure tough. it out. It's but, tough. But but let's 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 talk. Let's call them and we can try to figure it out. Yeah, we will. Thank you, Sin. You are the best of us, as always. Wayne, take us out of here, bro. Guys, you have remained faithful for such a long time, and you must continue the faith because this team is about to go places we've never gone before. Stay strong, faithful. Peace out.